0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Student of the Game podcast here on WSJU. Catch new episodes Friday at 5 p.m. Be sure to check out all previous episodes of Student of the Game on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia app. As always, you can listen live on the TuneIn app by searching WSJU, or you can also look at past episodes as well. Just type in Student of the Game or Quentin Levano on any of those platforms I mentioned before. Today, however, is a bit different. This is not a traditional episode. I have a special guest with, here with me today. I had the privilege to, to sit down with this man once before through WRD TV, the St. John's TV Club. And I'm humbled to once again have an opportunity to sit down again. Uh, my Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is a St. John's alumni. He grew up in Staten Island before making a name for himself as a professional DJ in the New York area before taking his brand around the world. Without further ado, I would like to introduce Ezekiel Akinyemi, DJ yeah, you Zeke.
1: said
0: that right, <laughs> I think you probably had I like got you. got you. Got you. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Live? Live? Live. <laughs> What's up? What's up? How you doing? Man, I'm blessed, man. I can <laughs> never complain. I'm in my alma mater, so... I'm home. Yeah, thank
0: you. Thank man, you once again. Man, appreciate, appreciate you. It, appreciate you, man. How, yeah, how's The that?
1: whole team getting money. I see they got the <laughs> Vizu jackets. They got all the throwbacks. I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. It changed
1: though. You said you said it's way different here. How does it feel being here? St. John's, I mean, the radio station was never like this. Really? When I came back, it, I mean, they curated a lot of playlists, mainly rock and contemporary and, and mainly like top 40 pop. But never like I've never heard a hip hop like this. Really, like underground really. hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, really. So it's it's good to come back, man. I mean, I see y'all got cameras in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We got and cameras. Make sure no one steals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. You said you said before that WSU didn't didn't want you when you were when you were yeah, here back my, in '03. Man, it was. um, I hate to make things a race issue, but I mean, it yeah. was definitely one sided at the radio station at that time. So when I try to get in. uh... They weren't as accepting. And mind you, at that time, it was like my freshman, sophomore year, I was doing everything. So it was another DJ, but he was doing mainly like the urban events, like the black events. And I was doing Spanish, Indian, white, everybody. So Mm -hmm. just the diversity of it, I loved. So, you know, I wanted to bring that diversity, my knowledge of music here. So I was just like, oh, man, this is, you know, I want to get on the radio. I always want to do radio. I used to hear Funk Flex. On the radio, so I was like, "Man, this is something I want to do." Mm. But they kind of just shooed me away, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And um, I just grew. It was just put in my head. I was like, "Okay, if they don't want me, somebody else will." So I just kept on grinding. And uh, I remember it might have been like 2007 or 2006. We had uh, Kali Buds, we had Joelle Santana, we had uh, voicemail. Um, who else? And Neo. Mm-hmm. And I think the next day We had another concert Which was crazy It was two back to back concerts And we had Sierra And uh I remember one of the DJs from WSJU He was playing like Rock music and pop And house music mm-hmm. So everyone was just Staring at the stage Yeah cause so, nobody knows What to do Yeah so yeah. The host looked at me He was like You back on Turn up So he lowered down The other guy's music And turned oh. me up So that Became a problem A very bad problem So after my set, everybody going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know what to play to get the crowd going. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you play 30 seconds of this, 30 seconds of that. You you say, put your hands up, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's having a good time. When I got off the of stage, he tried to check me. He ran up on me and was like, yo, do you know who I am? I'm the number one DJ at this school. And I'm like, I don't even know your name. name. Yeah. But it wasn't me being disrespectful because my parents beat me. So, you know, I am <laughs> I treat everybody yeah, with exactly. respect. Yeah, exactly. But the angle in which he was coming at me, I had to get defensive. So I was like, either you calm down or I'm going to walk away from you. Yeah. And he kept on being loud, so I just walked away. I don't I don't need that type of uh, mm-hmm. heat in my life. So, you know, a couple days went by. Some people hit me up like, yeah, they don't like you up there. I'm like, oh okay.
0: WSAU. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So me coming up here is like a shock, and it feels good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, till this day, I know that kid doesn't like me. And it was yeah. a lot of things. You know, some people were on one side, some on the other. And I even, administration came to talk to me because they tried to throw shade at me. Like, oh, he did this. I was like, I didn't do nothing. So it wasn't my hands that did it, but I'm looked at as the bad guy. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'll take it.
0: Wow. <sighs> yeah. And it, and it's a, it's a completely different culture now. Like you said, not to make it a race issue. But, yeah. you know, you have uh, you it's a top line to the music. Yeah, that's uh by Michael Anthony, music director. He's... Nah, it's a, that it's a completely different zone. I was yeah. like, It's a completely different vibe up in here That's, yeah. I, I really appreciated it uh, I appreciate it so much It's like something that You know Definitely drew me in And yeah. made me feel welcomed And involved But for for you When you were going When you were going through that experience Like How did you deal with The rejection of that club Like did it Did it bother you Or did you just say Like
1: you I, know it's, it's whatever At that time To be honest with you I was very sensitive Uh um, so in terms of dealing with it, I was just like, I was hurt. I was like, man, why they don't like me? What did I do? So I'm mm-hmm. thinking in my head, I'm not good. So I just went out, practiced, rehearsed and went at it. where did you practice? At, at my house. I in own DJ house. equipment. I wasn't, I don't have as much DJ equipment. I didn't have that much DJ equipment as I do now. But back then, you know, I had like four speakers. I had my turntables. I had my records. And you know, just kept on practicing, and that mode, them kicking me out and not accepting me, allowed me to be better. Mm. So don't look at rejection as a bad thing. It's a, it could be a stimulant. Mm. And what it did for me, it just told me like, hey, okay, they don't like me. Go out there and grind mm. until somebody loves you. Mm. That's I don't, a, that's I don't need somebody to like me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't, don't need others' validation or nah, anyone else to. All I need is my yeah, family validation. Family, that's 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 so true. Yeah, and that's and that's a, and that's a big thing. Like that should be preached. But you mentioned that you practice at home. Uh, you were still you were still in Queens at the time. You were commuting um, to campus, or
1: yeah, because you know I I don't live far from campus, man, which was a blessing because I live like eleven minutes from campus.
0: Oh, so you're still in Queens? Yeah, you still okay?
1: So I mean, looking for a house in um in Brooklyn, but I like. Land and I feel like mm. Queens, you get a front yard, back backyard. Yard. Like selected parts of Brooklyn, you have like a backyard, but it's really, really expensive because mm. you know the space is limited. I think in Queens and Long Island, you get more space and you know more bang for your buck. So I'm like, uh, maybe should I invest in Brooklyn? Should I invest? I wouldn't invest in Staten Island because the tolls is $20. Yeah. I used to live there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's well, you know what? Let's since you mentioned Staten Island, let's let's go, let's go into that a little bit. Okay. You grew up in Parks Hill Staten Island yeah so could you talk about the that environment um, the type of neighborhood it was how it, it affected it was you? bad it really? was
1: really yo when I tell you man my um both my parents at that time worked in Queens so they had to commute they had to spend at that time you had to spend uh, seven dollars to go and seven dollars to come back Now it's just I think 18 or nineteen dollars just to enter mm-hmm. um both my parents work for the city my dad works uh, for the parks department. And my mom works um, uh, for the city as well. Uh, so it was just seeing that just the environment was like really bad. I remember being six years old and my sister was seven at the time. And mm-hmm. my parent, my mom let us uh, go to the local corner store. Or here's pop, 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 oh, pop. Wow. At a young child, I had no idea what was going on. So I see everybody hiding. So I'm assuming people hide to go seek. Until I got older I was like Yo we yeah, was, That was gunshots Yeah yes. we th- Yo I'm, I'm telling you When I got home My mom was searching us To see if we got hit And I didn't understand uh. It didn't click Until we got older Because I had a conversation With my sister I was like Yo remember that When we was little She was like Yeah that was a shooting But she was more aware Because I was younger How, how much older Is she sister? My sister's like 18 months older than me Oh okay okay So My sister was like Yeah that was a shootout I was like Yo I never knew that Yeah and I went back to Staten Island recently because my girl works for um, the city. So she's like a health inspector. So she gets put in different places just to check out different locations. So one of her stops is Staten Island. Okay. She was, and I wasn't doing anything that day. She was like, you want a ride? I was like, yeah. So it was really nostalgic for me to go back to where my babysitter was. Um, my babysitter, Gladys, had eight kids, Spanish ladies. So I learned Spanish early. Like, I was able to understand a little bit of Spanish. And you speak
0: Spanish. it fluently now?
1: No, oh, like, no, but I understand it. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, like, for instance, like, when I went to Cuba, I understand what they were saying. So I, I could say a few words so they know I'm cool mm-hmm. and just get out of it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: but, um, Enough to move in a in yeah. An room, yeah.
1: So, you know, that, that's the era when um, Barney was first coming out. That's that that's that's how young I was in, wow. in that generation. That's like uh, early nineties. So Barney as soon as Barney finished, we used to go across the street to this uh it was like a daycare. So we could just play video games and Sega Genesis was out mm-hmm. for the first time. I remember playing Sonic the Hedgehog and um just that area and I went to Immaculate Conception. So this school was very small, so like one grade, one class per like per grade. So yeah, just yeah, yeah. one class. So, you know, I went back and I was just like just taking pictures I was just like Yo man This place looks so big to me But I was small So my perspective was yeah, like This yeah, is yeah. huge When you're a kid Everything yeah. looks like
0: 10 times its size
1: And Mind you That was like More than 20 years ago Yeah So I went back To my old uh, school It's closed Yo mm-hmm. And I went inside It was like Yeah uh, They closed about a year ago Man I almost cried man I mm-hmm. went back to the deli Across the street Where everybody used to get Their little sandwiches And mm-hmm. then and at Candy, he was like, Yeah, man, I've been here 30 years. He's like, You do look familiar. <laughs> so I'm running into people that I look familiar you know, to. Too. They was like, Man, you grew up. You never had facial hair. Yeah, because I was seven. Seven. I'm like, <laughs> like, what are you, you gonna say? what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, just that aspect of like Stan Allen. I love Stan Allen. Um, I even found my barber. Your old barber. He, his name was Charlie, right? Yeah. And I was really young, and he was old at that time. So I'm thinking he's gone, dead and gone. I went back. He's 80 years old. He's been cutting hair for 50 years. I went to the shop, and it's the same shop. Stop. He didn't change anything. anything. And I looked at him. He, was, he saw me staring at him for mad long. He's like, what is it? I was like, you don't remember me, but you used to cut my hair. He's like, what's your last name? He said. I said, Akinyemi. He went into a drawer and pulled out a picture of my family yo I was like what is going on still has the picture in the still tank. has the picture wow and uh, my mom was real tight with him <laughs> so she gave him um, some African artwork that's still in the barbershop I was like this thing looks familiar cause like you know as a child, you have selective memory. Certain yeah, things yeah, like... Yeah. Stick out to you more. Yeah, now. like if you're in kindergarten, you remember the one time this girl used to take your crayons mm-hmm. and it just pops up in your head. Mm-hmm. So like certain things still pop up in my head. He showed me the picture and I was a loss for words. I was like, man, I was young. I had the spinning waves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but uh, now i headed now. Yeah, you could so, tell now. <laughs> but it's gone.
0: Wow, so you, you, mentioned the, you mentioned the shooting, selective memory, remembering certain things yeah. from that period. So how do you feel like those type of experiences Particularly the shooting and the terrible neighborhood That it was How did how do you feel that It affected you moving forward Or it shaped you as a person
1: It made me aware I mean I guess As a child You're not aware at all Yeah The only things You're aware about is Ice cream Candy um, Video games cartoons. cartoons Yeah And when your mom Is yelling at you To clean your room That's the only thing that You're aware about So everything else Doesn't really matter So like Me being in that atmosphere I wasn't aware So when I left Staten Island I was more aware In Queens Because I was like Yo I don't know These people I have to you, these, these people I've known Since I was a baby Now I have to Reintroduce myself To a new batch of friends So I went to uh, PS33 And um, Then from PS33 I went to Ice 109 Then I went to Van Buren mm-hmm. And Van Buren Is where I got My DJ star That's, that's, what, I, that's what I wanted to ask you So,
0: so you moved So you moved to Queens Yeah and you went to Van Buren. Is that where the passion for DJing came in? Or was it in the process of the move? Or um,
1: I don't know. Uh, okay, so this is this is where everything started. Okay. Church. So I was in church, right? Church Queens. in Queens or Church in Staten Island? Uh, Queens, Queens, Queens. Queens, okay. So I went to uh, Bell World's Assembly of God, right? And... Um, I remember this so vividly So we had rehearsal, quiet rehearsal Everybody know quiet rehearsal, man You gotta be there on time or your pastor's mm-hmm. gonna be yelling at you um, I remember being on stage And my pastor was like Brother Ezekiel I need you to press play in the CD player And I didn't get it She curved me so heavy But as I, I was like, okay, I can push buttons Like, I, you know, just show me what to do she My voice wasn't really on point But I, you know Praising God I mean That's just praising God It shouldn't matter yeah, But yeah, yeah. I mean When you're in front of church And you hate when somebody can't sing And it kind of distracts you So I kind of understand Why she did that She put me on the soundboard And from there I started doing quinceaneras So some, I had mad CDs At that point I had like That's when everybody Used to burn CDs I was the burning CD champion I had mm-hmm. Napster No one can't tell me nothing Somewhere. Line no, this is before LimeWire. Oh, so Napster, at the time, to download one song, this is 56K modem, right? To download one song took like eight hours. <laughs> Yo, Mad Long, just to download one song, so me having a completed CD... um I think at that time, it was like 74 minutes you could put on the CD. So I used to have like 14, 15 songs. I used to sell them for $5. I used to get mad bread. So I was getting money, and I was realizing, man, I can get money off this music thing. Mm. And um, my first event, I borrowed my church's speakers. But my dad was like, easy. You can't be borrowing speakers because because if you break it. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So with the money that I saved... Um, from working at Burger King, I worked at Pierce Country Day Camp. Um I decided, you know, let me invest that money. And as a kid, a thousand dollars is a lot of bread. My dad yeah, helped me out. Yeah. He gave me some bread and I used the money I had and I just bought two Yamaha speakers, I had a denon mixer, and I had uh two turntables. And I had Mad Records. At that time, uh they, they don't do it as much anymore but they had a record pool so different labels let's say def jam used to send me mad records okay so i used to practice i even d de- they wanted me to dj the prom at in high school but i ended up being a prom king so you can't be prom king and a dj so i was like no nah, i just want to enjoy myself they didn't even announce me as ezekiel like your very own dj zeke and they put the little hat on was that the first time you were called dj zeke
0: or you gave yourself that mantra before um, that moment?
1: They was calling me Zeke from Mad Long.
0: Oh, oh, like that was your nickname around school. Yeah, Zeke was my D- name. But they just threw so DJ in they front They just of put it.
1: DJ in front of it. So, um, you know, when you're growing, everybody's on the same same wavelength. Yeah. Everyone's like running a race, so everyone's going to support you. But as soon as you pass them, there's mm-hmm. an issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, college, I was still new kid on the block. was another DJ. Uh, Spinfo He was rocking the, the town He was doing like All the urban events So Me being like A young businessman I kind of knew If he's tapping this market I'm really good with Spanish music I started doing A lasso I started doing um, All like the Spanish fraternities I did the Indian fraternities I did the uh, White fraternities So when he dipped, When he graduated I did the black events. So I got accepted By the black people It took a long time For me to get accepted Mind you, I'm black. Yeah. But I wasn't accepted by them because they already had theirs already, which I completely understand. They had their DJ. That was his, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I when I came in, I was like, one party in particular that changed me, my presence on St. John's campus. They had a party in the Silva, fourth floor, in the common room. So you know as soon as you get yeah, off the elevator, yeah. that first room? Oh, oh okay. Okay, yeah. the line, yeah. So... They told their uh, RA, "Hey, we're gonna have a small get together." Already thinking 10, 15 people. It was a zoovie. It had a hundred and like fifteen people. So it must have been the like, entire building. Yes. <laughs> so it was so popping. The condensation on like the walls. It was like the walls were sweating. It was that was like you couldn't move. Yeah, but I didn't know how to mix really like that. I just know how to play music. I just said my selection of music was big. I I knew like what records to play at what time. So, was that uh, sorry, was
0: that instinct just to know what records to play, like just hearing music and saying, Oh, this is going to be the record, or was it people like playing you like music and saying, Yo, this is dope, you should play this? Or I used to just sit
1: back and watch people uh, and see what what records uh impacted people. So, like, when I before I went to St. John's, I didn't know anything about reggae music at all, okay, I thought reggae was Sean Paul. And Beanie Man <laughs> That is it Because you grew up on Afro beats and, No I, It wasn't uh, even called Afro beats uh, uh, It was just Nigerian music uh, Or traditional music So King Sonny Ade Fela Kunti Like uh, Artists like that I grew up on I grew up on Whitney Houston Bobby Brown Like I have those records in my house Brand new Still on plastic Like Michael I, Jackson Yeah So that's what I grew up on So Coming into this world with West Indians Was new to me So I had to like Okay If I want to be successful even though I know the Spanish music, in order to be successful, I have to learn the West Indian side. And it was a uh, it was a house um, on the other side of the Grand Central. They call it the Shata Palace. All the reggae bashments, all the big events used to happen there. Mm-hmm. I still have a, a picture from there. Like Cole used to come, Ebe, uh, Manny. Because this is back in like '03. Yeah. So know, all the cats. Used to just come and it used to be popping So I remember like slowly I built up my clout Because that's the word right now, clout (laughs) Um, And I remember what I saw And I put together like a fire Reggae playlist Mm -hmm. I got on a set I did my thing, right You see people, West Indians They like banging on the wall when a tune is big So when a song is big they start banging on the wall As a sign of respect, right so I'm playing these songs Back to back At perfect timing Blendings are good Everyone's like The first thing they say When I got off the set Yo who taught Zeke that? Some kid was like I don't know I think he learned it in his own And that was like A fulfillment That was like I reached a, a higher plateau With them being accepted By black people Mm-hmm. So that point, I was like, "Yo, it's on now." So I started doing all uh, Haraya joints. I started doing SPB. SPB at that time was the biggest organization on campus. I'm not sure mm-hmm. now, but they were the biggest organization. They had the biggest budget each year. They had about 115 thousand dollars to spend. So they did the uh, spring fling. They did like all the major parties. It was Haraya, and if you wasn't online when them doors opened, you wasn't you weren't getting, getting in. in. It was a zoo. Like, I remember um, this is 2000, 2003, 2004, maybe like late 2003. Mr. C comes on the set. He comes with records, though, not a, not a laptop, not Serato. He came with records. He came with crates of records and a whole bunch of crate carriers to bring all his stuff in. The party was so popping. He gave us a 15 minute intermission. I've never experienced a party like that. To this day, I haven't experienced something like that. A DJ
0: Like to take a break just to tell
1: everybody yo, you like to chill out. Yo, I could have died, man. Like <laughs> it, it was so popping, like yo, people losing their breath. It was just so crazy. And that was the only place on campus that you could turn the lights completely off. You can't do that in Montgoras. Mm-hmm. You can't do that um where else they have parties on campus? I don't just Montgoras and in <laughs> and, and the deck. Oh yeah The, the DAC, DAC is fairly new Because that used to be stairs Yeah 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 So down, uh, to, down to the
0: field Was it a field at the time?
1: Yeah it was a field Because okay. uh, in high school I used to run there I was uh, on a track team Yeah 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 so In high school Like I had I still have St. John's awards In high school Because we used to have Track meets at St. John's So it was like um, St. John's Invitational So like I was number one in track and high jump Oh so, okay So I was in Queens I was number one in Queens I was second in, in the city Yo. That was insane. So so did track and uh was it
0: track and being in Queens What led you to St. John's or so I had
1: a full ride to go to California. Okay. Track and field. I didn't want to go because I just had the pre pre-con- preconceived notion that they didn't like New York. And I I saw what they did to Biggie so I was just like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm not going." There. <laughs> yeah. Like so I'm I'm thinking, "Hey, I really don't want to be in an atmosphere where people don't appreciate and love you. So i was just like I don't want to say my where I'm from and then they shun me. So I was just like my coach is like, "Yo, I can get you a scholarship at St. John's." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, bet." So he set that up. I came to St. John's. What happens? Title Nine. They cut the track team. They cut the swim team. They cut the football team. Um. You see the gym that you the workout gym? Okay. That used to be a swimming pool. So if you ever just clap your hand and hear a crazy echo, because that room was built for a swimming pool. Hmm. So they, I think, like my sophomore year, they started building it, and like junior year, it was done. So it was a lot of a lot of changes. So so
0: with so with Title Nine cutting the track team, what was your thought process now? Because you said you were doing music through Van Buren and you had not had an um, idea about DJing. So when you realized okay, track is not here. And they're making all these changes. Like, what's my next
1: move? What was your thought process? You know what? It was one person that kind of swayed me to come here outside of my coach. Because I could have went to California. Like, it's a full ride, bro. Like, exactly. Um, his name was Frank Jerome. He used to work at this school before he left recently. He uh, he was always nice to me. I remember being on campus just shooting shooting around, playing basketball. He always just showed me love. And I was like, man... And I was like, what are you always walking people around? What is that? He was like, I'm an orientation leader. I was like, oh, okay. That's that's dope. So I always wanted to do that. So he's mainly the reason I became an orientation leader because I saw his example. An example in this lifetime is big, man. You can be the wrong example and change somebody's life, or you could be a good example and make somebody into a multimillionaire super successful. Mm. So like my examples are my parents. They came here with nothing. And both of them have their master's degrees. And my mom just got promoted. Now she's like the supervisor of her division, making over hundred K. And I'm looking at my mom like yo, I looked at I looked at her, I said, yo, I'm proud of you. And from a son to a mom, that means, means a, a lot. lot. So my mom started getting teary-eyed, and I was like, Man, chill out, bro. Where'd you go. <laughs> You're doing your thing. Yeah, you doing you know saying? Saying? You're doing your thing. You're setting an example. My dad, like, my pops, he sacrificed so much just to come to the States. And uh, I remember him. I think we went to Brooklyn for like the West Indians parade years ago. This was probably like 15, 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, That was like one of the first times I went to the West Indians parade just to, you know, sit down. We had our little chairs and my dad just started getting teary eyed. I was like, why are you crying? He said, before you were born, I was here and someone robbed me. This was my first time in this place. And they took me my money. So he was just like recollecting like what happened to him and where he where he was and where he is now, just the growth. And now he's looking at his kids like, yo, these these are my kids. So it was just beautiful. Like I've never seen my dad cry. That was the first time. I've never Ooh. seen his eyes did, like
0: water up. And what did that do to you? Like did it did it change any perspective? No,
1: or? I still love my dad. Like it's mm-hmm. not a negative way. But oh no no I, yeah, I, just I, sometimes you think your dad. My dad is a superhero, but you think that nothing can affect, affect your dad. Yeah.
0: Same. I feel the same way. Yeah, so me.
1: I'm looking at my dad like, what? Where is this? Where is this, like, uh, grain rock that's <laughs> taking down my dad right now? Where <laughs> yeah. is it? So, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's cool, man. Like, uh, just to see uh, the growth and what they put in to us. yeah, uh, I don't think kids nowadays have enough influence from their parents because mm. things are expensive so a lot of times parents have to be at work two three shifts and don't have time to raise their kids anymore
0: yeah always always out always busy always you yeah. know doing things putting more time into those things but at the end of the day it's like it's for them but with all those other priorities like actually being there for their kids it kind of gets in the way of that yeah. unfortunately but you're saying Back, uh, Going back to St. John's and you being so involved and getting into all these events, did you do anything besides parties like basketball games? Or Oh, yeah, man. Ba- I, I used to, to DJ basketball the basketball
1: games. games. I used to host them. So I remember the first time. It's a really embarrassing situation, right? So uh, I used to host them and my parents finally came. And I think that very same day, like St. John's wasn't doing good basketball wise. So I was like, you know, I'm, on a, I'm one of the hosts. You know, see how like Paul G does it, and yeah. um, Kevin Thompson when he used to do it. Um, so I was that guy. So I, you know, I jumped on the mic. I was like, "Yo, make some noise for Saint John's!" Boo! And I'm over here like, "Yo, fam. Was the team bad? <laughs> Did your voice Yo, not they, sound they, right? They <laughs> wasn't the best at that time. Ah, uh, you know got you. Okay, because you know, I ain't never gonna yeah, bring down Saint John's. Had nothing to do family. with you. <laughs> 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 no, but um, it was one of those times that um. I was humbled, bro. I was like, yo, I thought high school I was the man, homie. <laughs> yeah. And and now I'm coming here and people are booing. They weren't booing at me, they were booing at the team, but it still hurt and then it ended up in the newspaper not the St. John's newspaper and then it ended up in the, like the Daily News and I'm reading this I was like yeah someone named DJ Zeke was hosting as the the audience started to boo I was like yo <laughs> that was let's say that was the last yeah, time I hosted the yeah. St. John's basketball game really yeah. but you were
0: still doing the orientation the oh yeah, orientation. Um,
1: yeah yeah I think I probably had the longest run um I wasn't just You know I was an orientation leader And then after my Tenure After like three years Of being an orientation leader When I graduated I uh, They asked me to come back Mm -hmm. They wanted me to host In the morning Like I've been doing Because they couldn't They didn't have anybody That could do that At the time Um, And they had me DJ at night Which was cool So I was there Early in the morning Creating different games And um, Different things Just to have people Get involved So I used to like Split the The room and in half Like so this side red The other side storm So I'm, I was like I used to make one side say Red Storm And then I used to get the parents involved And I used to Have them call me Darkness Which is like wow. Bad now But it's funny Cause you know Cause I'm from Africa So I made them say my first middle and last name Ezekiel Oluwase Akinyemi Everybody in there 500 students and parents Knew my first middle and last name wow. Till this day Wow Cause I see some of my students now mm. I'd still call them my students. They're still my kids, man. Yeah, it don't matter how old they are, how many kids they have. Some of them have three kids. And it's like, yo, my mom still remembers you. <laughs> Mind blown. Because <laughs> wow. like, in life, it's people that make impacts, and some people are impactful people. So I think I was one of those people that was impactful and left the impact. Mm. Because you show people love, you make people laugh, man. It, it, it lasts forever. Where'd you get that kind of energy
0: from to get the crowd moving and to create those kind of moments? Church. 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 Yeah. Ah. yeah, you see what the pastor all, do? It all on, comes back. Yeah, you see what back. the pastor
1: do in the pulpit?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? And And that energy, it was a lot of influence from different factors. So I was raised sheltered. So when I went to like my first black camp, it changed me. I learned how to. Do CeeLo, I learned how to play spades, all this stuff I was sheltered from. So it was like a new nuances for me. I'm like, yo, what what is this? What is what game is this? Yo, I used to get got because I didn't know how to play. So I used to play CeeLo and I used to get four five six. There was like, yeah, you lost. Mind you, you won. But I didn't know because I was out the loop and I was sheltered. So I mean it took a long time for me to like learn everything I needed to know in this present culture because mm. i was sheltered
0: mm. so from st john's you moved on to red bull
1: was the, red was red bull during st john's yes. or it was so during? red bull was like uh junior year so i remember um it was this uh this lady that approached the dj booth honestly keep it 100 i thought she was trying to holler mm-hmm. She was like can i have your card i gave her my card she called me. She was like, can we do um, dinner? I was like, yo, I still got the juice. So she takes me out to dinner, and uh, I pull out my card to be a gentleman, of course, yeah. to pay. She was like, no. She, puts out, she pulls out her corporate card, and she pays for the whole thing. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, yeah, I'm, um, I work with Red Bull, and we want to bring you along. Crazy thing is the Red Bull house, they had a Red Bull house, almost like a frat house, but they had a Red Bull house which was probably four blocks from my house. I never knew that. So they tell me where to go. I'm like, yo, that's off the block. What you mean? So I went to the Red Bull house, and they wanted me to, like, um, you know, DJ for them. Sometimes they had parties. And they were like, yo, do you have any Red Bull girls, any girls that are, have good energy? Mind you, I was an orientation leader. So I you, hooked you up. knew. You knew, you knew yeah, so that. I hooked up all my friends with jobs. So I got them all jobs at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So I remember like the first prior to like that, there were no Red Bull girls. There was no people going around handing out Red Bull. so Queen's chapter was the first chapter to do that, and then it branched out to like Brooklyn and the Bronx. so mm-hmm. me seeing that I was like, yo, this is incredible. They had like people come in and and do that, and the Queen's chapter was deep, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. good energy brings other good energy, yeah
0: so so that so that dinner was an official job offer, yeah. Oh, so so you had so you already had a job set right out of high yeah, school. Yeah,
1: man, I was doing I was doing Red Bull for like ten years after
0: that. So then, what did your parents like think about that? Like, oh, hey, I have a job and it's I mean, doing it, doing this music thing.
1: But with that type of job, it wasn't like it wasn't a consistent thing. Is whenever they had like Red Bull events, uh, uh. but I was doing Red Bull Collegiate, which is the college division. Mm-hmm. So years later, I started doing like. Um, like they're really big events So they used to have I remember we went on tour We had They had a, a Red Bull truck That transformed right It was crazy So they have a, tr- a truck It looks like a regular truck And then transforms And the TVs pop out on both sides Into a stage it, or And the turntables Pop up <laughs> So I'm inside this joint, like, yo, this is swanky, this is, <laughs> this is beautiful. So I'm, I'm, I'm scratching, cutting at different campuses. So they, t- they had me on tour on mad different campuses. So I was at, I probably did over with Red Bull alone, probably like 40 universities, but in total, I've done probably 82 to 100 universities. Like I started writing them down, like trying to recollect, like, oh yeah, I've been in that school. I've been to Brown. I've been to uh, Columbia. Like all these schools in. Villanova. I'm like, writing these down. It's like, oh, yeah, I turned up over there. I remember that. Boom. Just writing it down. To
0: to, to reach out to them in the future? Or oh, um, was it like, was writing down just ju- to...
1: Just to, like, for my press kit. I just wanted to have, like, you know, all this information. Like, sometimes you forget if you don't write it down. Because mm. you could do all the stuff in the world, but when someone asks you, you don't remember. You're like, oh, man, I don't remember. So I'd rather just write it down. Like, oh, yeah, I've been in that school. Okay. Um, but, man, it's been Red Bull from... From collegiate I went to the stadium So I did like I did Red Bull collegiate Which is the college division Then we had like The major events And then they had me at um, Red Bull soccer stadium That's like the first time I felt like I made it And when was the Soccer stadium event? What, what year? Um, that was like two, Probably two years ago No oh, okay. three About three years okay, ago Okay so
0: you still do You still do events with them
1: You still um, Not no. as much oh, okay. Not as much So I'll get back to that But Okay it's about 21,000 people in the stadium. So right next to me is the dude that does all the voices. Like, ladies and gentlemen, coming, you know, that dude. He was right <laughs> next was to me. Impression. And I'm looking at him like, yo. So I have my camera team with me. You can actually pull it up. I'll give you the link. Mm-hmm. Like, I had somebody record the whole experience. Like, because literally I was just like in shock. I was like, I couldn't believe that I made it. I was like, mm-hmm. why am I at the stadium? It's all from Red Bull, again, another division, because it's almost like a uh, fraternity. So some divisions don't know about other uh, divisions of Red Bull. So, uh, okay, one division saw me at an event. They was like, "Oh, we want to bring you to the stadium." No problem. Had me at the stadium. I used to turn up. I used to have my friends come through, give them wristbands, all you could eat, all you could drink. It was it was phenomenal. Um, Red Bull wanted to go to a different direction. They wanted, they really wanted um, someone to do things at a cheaper rate or free i ain't about that yeah, yeah at, <laughs> th- at this point at this point because d- don't yeah. get me wrong i still do charitable work i do stuff for like aids cancer um but if it's not a charity event i'm not your yeah. big organization so um i stopped doing them and then i i um the cosmos soccer team they offered me quadruple what red bull was offered me so i skipped my little over there <laughs> And got
0: the bag. <laughs> so, so, so you have a residency there with the um, soccer team. No, or?
1: I, I did that for like a year, year and a half.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. but then, but then now you're the Long Island Nets. Yeah, the that's NBA yeah. G League.
1: Yeah, so NBA G League. I got that job from somebody um that saw me at a wedding, which is oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, because you do you do weddings. I do weddings, by mitzvahs, private events, clubs, corporate. You won't really see me there. Yeah. Like if you see me at a club People paid a lot of money For me to be there Because I don't like clubs Mm It's not for me Everybody has a place That's not for me Yeah So uh, Stay in their lane Yeah yeah. He hit me up Um It was crazy how things work So I, I DJ for Target So I did all the Target openings In Long Island And Queens So I'm at Target Turning up This is the one they just opened In Long Island It was like a year ago Or a year and a half ago Um I'm going in turning up Somebody comes up to me Gave me his cards He was like yeah It's a brand new stadium That's opening up It used to be uh, NASA Coliseum yeah. Now it's the live stadium I said okay We want you to be there I said okay A lot of people talk So I, be, I gave him the oh, oh word Oh that's hot yeah. Everybody knows that Yeah yeah like, yeah Like yeah. yeah word For real fire. Oh, wow <laughs> Wow That's And somebody hit you With the wow They know you lying Yeah yeah So um, I was like okay he didn't call me uh, Four months go by Five months go by A year goes by Then I get a call Hey We want you to come Take a look at the stadium I do the walkthrough Of the stadium I'm super hyped He's like Yo, This is before it was uh, Before it was built Or before it was open um, I think it was open For a year Oh it was open for a year yeah, right, I okay. think um, the Islanders Were still playing Over there at that time Before they went To the Barclays Got it, got it. Um, So he gave me The walkthrough I'm thinking I got the job. I, I hit my girl up. I was like, yo, they gave me the walkthrough. They super excited. Whammy. Nothing. They gave it to somebody else. I was like, oh, I bet. I wasn't tripping. I was like, man, if it's in God's plan, it's, no. it's going to work out. Um, six months after that, I get a call. Hey, our DJ didn't work out. People really don't like him. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, word. Now you want me, <laughs>
0: so I came over there. So what made you say? What made you say yesterday?
1: Opportunity, man. This is the, mm-hmm. this is G League, but it's still NBA. So no animosity. No nah, no, no, no beef. You know what I'm saying? Um, love is love and money is green. You know what I'm saying? So got it. Got it. I went over there and uh, they gave me to run-, run through. It's really difficult. Imagine you have a walkie-talkie, but you still have to mix. So I did read that you that you did that. I was curious, you know, like right, I couldn't so, wrap my head around that. So I had the iPod, you, you know, the um the Apple headphones. So I plugged it in, mm-hmm. and I put it in my ear, and then I had the walkie-talkie so I could listen. So one ear was just for the walkie-talkie, and the other ear is for so the mix. It. So mind you, people are talking, so you have to be able to concentrate on both things at the same time. So. You hear people saying, hey, fade, fade, three, two, one. You have to know when to fade the music so the big screen can go off. You have to know when to play the prompts. You have to know when um, to play the sound effects. So I had all the sound effects on an iPad. So I was able to like, because originally they wanted me to get an MPC. So like, yeah,
0: t- that's what I was thinking. Was it like a program like that where you just um, tap a tap a, yeah? A, the, a but pad the iPad
1: and... was made more sense. Yeah, I could see the names, the names of it. With yeah. the NPC you still have to put like tape on it and write the names Name and stuff. But the iPad saved me mad bread because the one I wanted was like eight hundred dollars, and I was like, I already have an iPad. My boy Eli that works for my company, he's like, Yo, I could download something right now. That's the same day because I bought a little keyboard and the mini mapping didn't work out. So they gave me like 10 prompts to remember. Like after the second shot of the the home team, you have to play a sound effect, stuff like that. I had to remember all this. So after the second game, I was in there. I was like, oh, this is easy. Boom, boom. Hey, yo, who's, who's on the line? You know, hitting the walkie talkie, making sure I'm talking to the sound people. I'm talking mm-hmm. to the lighting people, the camera people, the front of house. I'm talking to the announcers, everybody. I'm up top looking down. Incredible experience. I had NBA people come up to me I had NBA players Yo man you killing it tonight Sometimes we had like Brooklyn night So it was only Brooklyn artists We had women's night So it was only women's music So I had to go down and like, Okay that's, that's what
0: I was together. curious Do you have like a, a game plan going in? Um,
1: no, no I mean everything's just Off of feeling Ah I mean That area is not That urban So it's more like uh, Top 40 But they do listen to hip hop So you know, I still had to make it kid friendly because it's really young people and older adults. So I found a way to, like, bring everybody together cohesively. I was like, OK, for me, it's just science. OK, this works. This works. OK, I can mix a little bit of this. And so that person is happy. So it was, it was fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's dope. That's dope. So
0: is there currently any other uh, venues where you have residency or is that the only one for now?
1: Um. I'm ba- I'm back in film, man. Um, they just shot a short, but I can't even mention the y- name yet because I guess a licensing or something like that. But I was in it. Um, I had a small role, but television, TVs, TV. Is TV mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. films is films, because you know I worked on the Get Down.
0: I was just gonna bring it up. I didn't want to cut you off, but oh yeah, yeah no, I worked yeah. on the Get Down, man. Yes. I, you, which, you you
1: trained the you train the actors on the show, yeah, how and, to properly DJ. Yeah, which is crazy because that wasn't supposed to be my role. I literally really? somebody hit me up. Um, my boy, that DJ's for Mac Wiles, right? He hit me up. He said, um, "Yo, they looking for a DJ for this movie." He didn't realize it was a TV show. I was like, "Man, I got a DJ at Sobs in the city." I was like, "Hold on." I called my my plug from High ninety seven. I was like, "Yo, can, can can you hold me down at Sobs because I got to do this movie thing?" He said, "Yo, bet I right, I hold you down. Send me the playlist for the artist. Send them the music." I go to mind you, I am already in Queens, so that uh the place where they were recording was like 15 minutes from my crib so i got there super fast so the guy was like man you got here really fast i was like yeah when you're on set on a movie or a show you have to fill out mad paperwork every time mm-hmm. so i'm filling out this paperwork blah 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 cuz i was supposed to be a hand double for flash at that time that that was my job okay Those first couple days they don't use me i have these tight clothes that uh wardrobe put on mm-hmm. cuz i'm a large but they had me in like a medium only because they only need my hands, so they didn't. They just want, like, just in case the camera catch me from the back that I'm, I'm, I have the clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started me with my knowledge of hip hop. I started like researching everything from like 1976, 1977, like the dawn of hip hop, because um, the music, hip hop, and like b-boying came from, um, not just. Uh, it was more like. Not, it was like different breaks So like you have a song Let's say Donna Summers right It's a part where they don't speak And it's just like rhythm So they took that part and just looped it So they had two records and he was looping it So I had to learn all this in the style where the records were um, What kind of instrument they were using So I saw certain things that were wrong mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I was like Yo the turntables ain't supposed to be like that In 1977 she was like, go tell this director. In my head, I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to get fired. I, I just got it. Like telling here.
0: them what to do. Yeah, 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 Like so, who are you kind of thing.
1: So this girl, I don't even know her name, honestly. She said, I'll be right back. She went to go tell the director. What did the director told me? Yo, sit right next to me. He was like, if you see something pointed out. I was like, okay. So like it was an issue with the turntables. No one knew what to do. Mm-hmm. I just went over there. took two seconds. I took um, a dollar bill and cleaned off the bottom of the needle. <laughs> That, that's you know that's how I grew up. Like that's yeah. that's how I knew to clean it. Yeah. And um, the guy was like, "Man, we got to keep this kid around." So I am just sitting down with the director, like, mind blown. Why am I here? But everybody has their destiny. Yeah. So I am sitting down and I am like, "Wow, I am really here with the director." He did Mad movies. Um, he did Moulin Rouge. He did um, The Great Gatsby. He did Romeo yeah. and Juliet. And uh, so I'm just sitting there, like, yo, what am I doing here? The next day, he was like, yo, hey, we got some DJs. We need you to train. You're a DJ, right? I was like, yeah. Six months before this, I'm watching a a, a movie called Dope. Ah, saw it. I walk into the room. Who's the actor? Shamik Moore. Shamik more. <laughs> so I'm I'm seeing Shamik. I'm trying. You know, I don't really fan out like that, but. I was like, oh man, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's dope. He he showed love. And he was the first person I trained. This kid picked up stuff so fast. He was just like boom, 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 boom. He picked up everything. And I'm like, man, this kid is dope. And I was really like, yo man, this kid is incredible. After I trained him, every every show, right? We have rehearsal and then we have shoot. So you have to we have like two days of rehearsal and then we shoot. Two days of rehearsal, then we shoot. So, they paid me for doing cuts on the show. They paid me for training, and then they paid me for um, being on set. So three different checks. Wow. So I'm over here like, yo, this is the bag. And at that time, <laughs> this is January, right? Yeah. When it first started, when I first got on. Yeah. January slow for any business. Anybody who runs a business is slow. So I paper wasn't really coming in like that. So mind you fast forward I was on the show for two years we did we had mad hiatuses where we thought they were gonna cut the show
0: yeah which eventually ended. yeah
1: but that was first season after first season we never completed it so we back we finished it um I'm training Shamik, and then I I I train somebody else I'm training somebody else and they just want me on set hey they you know the same thing with the headphones they turn around Mm -hmm. hey Zeke what do you think about this nah he uh the needle jumped a little bit. I don't want that to catch on the camera. So we have to just shoot it again. So my insight is reflecting somebody that's been in the game 20 years. Like me saying something to them, telling them, hey, yo, I don't like how that looks. They do it over. And mind you, when you do something over, it costs like $10,000 every time you do something over. Wow. Mind you, because time, you have to pay people. So if, if it goes over a certain amount of time, over time. And overtime is like time and a half So everybody's getting They never want to do that yeah. So so would you say That was the challenging process And all that Or just any- It was a lot of hours Sometimes you have to be At mm-hmm. 6 in the morning And leave at like 10 o'clock at night And be there again At 6 a.m. I was shot But your body gets used to it Because mm-hmm. You know At the end of the day Your body adapts So but I mean Lear- learning these people getting acquainted man like you treat people good, good people gonna good,
0: treat you yeah good good, good contacts good connections yeah, always keep always showing up. I still love. talk
1: to these people and then I see him in movies like most of the cast I'm seeing in movies I'm like I hit them up like bro I saw you this movie you killed that role <laughs> so it's like I was like man am I am I getting to where I see people Let, let's say I look at Will Smith and now someone's looking at me the same way they look at Will not saying yeah. I'm in any yeah, type yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but just seeing them in a the light.
0: In a certain light. Yes. And, you, and do, do people see you in that way? That's Which is crazy is. to me yeah. because,
1: but it, it goes with, like, experience. I've been doing this 18 years. And I remember, like, I was on, we was at rehearsal in the city on um, Houston Street on the west side. Will Smith walks in, right? I'm like, yo, this dude looked just like Will. I was like, nah, that can't be Will. <laughs> you know, old boy is humble, right? So he sits down on the floor. The chair looked just like this, right? I'm the only person with a chair because I have the turntables. And I'm just sitting down telling him, nah, Shamik, do it again. Come on, man. Because I don't want nobody making me look bad. I see Will again. I'm like, that's Will Smith. Keep it cool, player. Keep it cool. (laughs) So I take the chair and I wheel it over to Will. And I I pick him up. And he says, yo, I appreciate you. Thank you. And, yo, I felt like I floated back to where I was. Because, yo, I was on cloud nine. I shook Will Smith. His I hand. shook his hand Yeah, I was like man Back to was... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air days It's like Yo. Will Smith <laughs> Fast forward because I know we only got a few more minutes Yeah 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 for sure Um, He told us stories of how he got started <laughs> So Jazzy Jeff used to win all the DJ competitions right He needed somebody to come with him So he had Will come with him be his MC He was signed to Jazzy Jeff so when he got on, when Will Smith got on, he put Jazzy Jeff on. Yo, my mom was blown. I'm learning all these stories, and I'm just sitting down just soaking this knowledge. He's like, yo, you want a picture? I was like, yeah! Because <laughs> I, I was afraid because I wanted to keep it, like, business. Yeah. I don't want to be like, yo, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. He just saw how everybody was looking at him. Mm-hmm. Some people are aware, some people aren't aware. Yeah, yeah, um, We took pictures, and I posted it. It almost broke my internet, bro. Like, <laughs> Yo Zeke man That's messed up How you ain't telling me You working with Will Smith man Yo You saw <laughs> so Will ho- Smith You didn't tell me either. You mad Hollywood now <laughs> I hate that I hate when people say really? You Hollywood mm. I was like What What are we aspiring to be I, I, I want to get to Hollywood But I won't be Hollywood I want to get into the space And treat people The way I want to be treated But Hollywood Not means,
0: compromising Who yeah, I am Yeah uh,
1: Hollywood to people means Like You You forgot where you came from I know exactly where I came from Africa wakanda forever
0: you know what i'm saying <laughs> the, movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: the movie was fantastic oh man i just
0: uh real quick before we get out here yeah. i got like a few more questions um the acronym that i noticed on a few of your uh, merchandise and some of your videos i w o w u
1: i will outwork you it doesn't mean that i'm in a competition with anybody it means i am willing to go harder than i did the day before Mm-hmm. It's my motivation to myself. When I look in the mirror, I say I will outwork you, and, and that's what I do. Mastering the day, mastering any anything I do. Yeah. So, if I don't grow from the year prior, like I'm doing something wrong. Every year that I've worked in this business, I've grown. Do you self? Do you self evaluate? Yes, you- every year. Every year, even if it's like building more people onto the staff making generating more money more income because more income you have the more money you have to spend
0: was that something that you did when you were a kid or as you know your success time
1: time time so time allows you to grow like if you invest time into yourself money into yourself you grow it's like okay you could put a seed in dirt but if you don't add water it won't grow i constantly added water added some sun you had different components. Sometimes you got to trim the edges, which is people that shouldn't be in your life. And in order to grow, sometimes you grow slanted, and then you have to be corrected and go towards the sun. Mm. Man, this is getting too deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here spitting Nas <laughs> yeah, bars. <yeah>, right. <laughs> but he is no, from no, Queens. No, but
0: it's definitely, it's definitely needed to be said. It definitely needs yeah. to be heard. And it's, it's also knowledge that you would like to spread because I also looked up and read that you went recently went to LaGuardia Community College.
1: Yo, and I spoke there, which was yeah. like for could, me. Could,
0: could you just talk about the language oh, yeah. you, which you spoke about? Okay, so
1: these uh these young men are uh fathers that want to go back and get their education. Oh. So my friend uh that went to Saint John's, he said, Yo, I need you to come speak to the youth. And I'm thinking it's like little kids, but these, these is grown people. The youngest kid was like uh the youngest adult was twenty four and I think the oldest was about thirty. So I was, you know, I had my reservations. I was very nervous initially. Of, before I walked into the room, talking to my girl, talking to one of my homeboys. He's like, yo, bro, you do this all the time. You speak in front of people. I was like, it's different when it's your peers. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I always dress up in a suit, right? When I'm when I'm going to speak in front of people, right? So I came in there sharp and it was just natural. It wasn't it was forced. It was just natural. And these kids... It was only supposed to be for an hour, and I was supposed to leave. I stayed there two and a half hours answering everybody's questions. Mm. It was just like, wow, okay. They love this. And they, they didn't want me to leave, but, I, you know, I had to dip. I yeah, had yeah, yeah, to yeah. do. But it was just like, wow, can I really give somebody knowledge so they can grow? I want to add to their pot. I want to add to their seed and add water to them so they can grow properly. Is that something that you hope to do in the future? Or Yo, that I mean, think, or? God does things a certain way Mm -hmm. and i already know what he's doing because i I, i'd be like yo i know what you're doing fam like you're not low like god like you you blessed me with a talent to speak but i didn't know the power of my voice until he put me in certain situations when i was in front when i was an orientation leader in front in church and now in front of people Mm -hmm. like on stages i've traveled the world i've been to switzerland germany like i've been to jordan and spoke and then my effect with my voice Allowed me to be great Like wow. Because God chose He was like Yo this is your time So is there any Any
0: advice uh, Just just before we get out yeah. of here So do you have uh, Any advice that you would give To inspiring DJs Because I know a lot of Young DJs that mm-hmm. are here On the come up around St. John Doing their thing But what advice would you have To them after all the experiences That you've invest had
1: Invest in yourself mm. There's a lot of DJs That don't invest in themselves They get the cheapest equipment Because they're just In it for the money Invest in yourself I've invested over two hundred thousand dollars in sound and lighting, and that's that's on the light end. I'm I'm just throwing around numbers, and it's way more than that. I know for a fact. t t-shirts, uh, wristbands, like I used to do like flash drives. So many things just to promote my name. I did a lot of things for free that led to money. So invest in yourself, and you go far. Mm-hmm. And, just and respect a, everybody. That
0: that is that is that is true. Yeah. That is a fact. And you know, just 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 before. You know, we get out of here. I just want uh, people to know. So, what's next for you? You mentioned the film project that you can't speak about oh, yeah, too can't much. Talk but about that. Yeah, for sure. But uh, just what, what's next in line? What's
1: your next trajectory? So, doing concerts. I'm actually doing the step show at St. John's. Um, so, they have me bringing sound and lighting, and I'm not DJing. So, my company is just bringing sound and lighting. Uh, another company used to run St. John's. I'm coming.
0: I'm coming. <laughs> Yes. Is, is that is that an avenue that you want to venture into? Just like as minimal DJing as possible, like no, after, as the year goes on,
1: or multifaceted. I uh, could do as Swiss much as I Knight. want. You could do as much as you choose to do. That's hey. so I DJ, sound company, do speeches around the country. I'm doing everything. I think that's the time. <laughs> that is, WSJU that is Radio, time. The Voice. You know what it is, DJ Zeke, Shining Star, in New York City, and we out of here. Tell them where they can find you. Yo, hit me up on Twitter at DJ Instagram DJ one or DJ Check me out, see what I'm doing. Um,. I'm on Christian Mingo. I'm just kidding. My
0: My girl will kill me. Don't worry. That's the old account. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been updated. Oh, man. I, don't, I can't believe they didn't let you for WSJU. You got the radio voice. You, got, you know you.
1: what it is. <laughs> WSJU
0: Radio. And with that, y'all, I'm Quinta LeVon. This has been Student of the Game Podcast.
1: Student of the Game Podcast. <laughs>
0: New episodes are always out on Fridays at five uh, to six thirty. Those are the ones on live. You can listen to that on the TuneIn app. Just type in WSJU. The live feed is there. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, go on Student of the game on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Drive, uh, Google Play, iHeartMedia app, and you could even search it on TuneIn as well. So my socials underscore Quinton on Instagram, Twitter QUINN underscore V O N five on Twitter. And with that, I'm I'm good to go. I plugged everything that I needed to. Student of the game, Saint John's Radio.
1: Radio. 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 (laughs) I'll let that be my outro. Radio, radio. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you again. (laughs)